You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hello and welcome back to the Wildcat Scoop Podcast. I'm your host, Shelby Shear, here with... Jason Shear. There we go. Uh, we have returned to talk about a topic near and dear to our heart, Arizona football. Because it's game week, Arizona is going to play at USC. As Jason told our daughter tonight, Usk. And she had like a nuclear meltdown about it. It was hilarious. Uh, but before we begin... We do have a message from our sponsor. Oh, that's right, Shelby. <laughs> our sponsor, Home Field Apparel. So, good news starting at 7 a.m., probably by the time you're listening to this. Home Field Apparel is launching launching their Campbell Camels collection. Woo! This is actually going to be pretty cool because if you haven't noticed, the Campbell Camel has uh, it, it's a pretty bomb logo. It's a camel. Shelby, if you didn't notice. Yep. Um, and it has been highly requested, and they got the rights to it. The Fighting Camels, Shelby. Camels, have you ever been on a camel? Yeah, at the fair. Yeah, they're fun. And also, uh, if, you know, to my people in Texas listen to this, Homefield is doing a pop-up shop in Dallas, and there will be the Homefield Happy Hour at the Red River Rivalry. If any Texas and Oklahoma people want to stop by, have a drink on the brand, pick up some apparel. Uh, yeah, let let Homefield know. You know, let the streets know. Let Homefield know. Buy stuff. Buy stuff. Homefield's apparel. I don't know if they buy you drinks, but hopefully mm. I don't get in trouble for that. Um, yeah, Homefieldapparel.com. The camels. That's the code that we're supposed to use. Oh, that's right. Uh, Homefieldapparel.com. Fifteen <laughs> percent off your first order. Wildcat Scoot 23, one word, all caps. I got excited. The Campbell, home of Cedric Henderson. Ooh. He came from a Campbell, the Camels. But if you'd like to, you, you can just buy the Arizona went, clothes like a normal Arizona. I camel. went on a camel in Israel. And in I Israel. went across the desert and I went to a Bedouin tent. Ooh. And I had tea and I ate with my hands. And uh, some kids were like, I don't want this tea. And I remember the counselor saying, I don't really give a shit what you want. If you don't drink this, we're all dead. So yeah, you never <laughs> ever refuse hospitality. Hand it to the person next to you secretly. I don't care. You will drink this tea or you will wind up dead in the middle of the desert. If you ever find yourself in a Bedouin <laughs> tent, you will eat what they give you and you will drink yeah. what they give you. You we were like, what? And the counselor was like, no, I'm serious. You will drink this goddamn tea <laughs> and you will like it. <laughs> Oh, good It was times. good tea, though. It was like sweet tea. It was awesome. I bet it was good. And then good. it was chicken and rice. So let's go to a better one next week. Man. I think it sounds great. Where's one's Arizona bye week? Yeah. Uh, my fall festival is that weekend. Mm, you want to do your fall festival or a better one tent? 
ask me in the middle of fall festival. Thank you. Anyway, uh, Arizona is on the clock with USC. So another week, another impressive quarterback. Just how good is Caleb Williams? Well, Shelby, it really depends how you define good, right? Uh, (laughs) He, uh, you know, I like Michael Penix. Uh, I love Penix. And when (laughs) you look at Michael Penix, and I think he's really good, the numbers that Caleb Williams is putting up are underappreciated, but they're actually better than the numbers he put up last year when he won the Heisman Trophy. Uh, 16 quarters of football he's played, Shelby. He's 105 passing for 141. He only has 36 incompletions in, in 16 quarters. He has 1,603 yards and 21 touchdowns to one pick. And then throw in 83 yards rushing and three more touchdowns. He's number one in the nation in passing efficiency. Number one in passing touchdowns. Number one in points responsible. Number one in the nation in points responsible for a game. You want me to keep going? Yeah. Number one in the nation in yards per pass attempt. Number six in total passing yards. Number seven in passing yards per game. Number eight in total offense. And number nine for completion percentage. The offense itself is number one in the nation in scoring, averaging a measly 53.6 points per game. Number two in passing efficiency. Number three in total offense. And number four in passing offense. What I'm trying to say, Hold on, I can whistle better than that. Ready? Is, yes, you are beating USC... In spite of what Caleb Williams is doing. You are not beating USC because you contained Caleb Williams. Uh, There's only one game I can recall off the top of my head. I could be wrong. If I'm wrong, please point it out. But there's only one game um, that Caleb Williams has really been stopped. Uh, I don't count 2021. I know he was good in 2021. um, But that was his first year or whatever. the game that he was truly stopped and contained was last year, the game against Oregon State, where he went 16 of 36 uh, for 180 yards and one touchdown. Didn't throw a pick. Um, that was probably the worst game that I can recall. Um, he hasn't had anything remotely close to a bad game this year. His first pick of the season came last week against Colorado. Um, I mean, the numbers... Now, to be fair, I will say this, and this isn't a knock on Caleb Williams because he's a freak. Um, San Jose State, Nevada, and Stanford really aren't doing it for anyone. ASU and Colorado... I mean, USC, you can make an argument, hasn't really faced a, a, a good team yet. And uh, and if USC fans want to say that Arizona's not a good team, I, that's fine. Um, but Colorado's defense is awful. We know that. ASU's ASU... Uh, you know, Sanford, Nevada, San Jose State, no one's writing home about them. But, I mean, his numbers this year are just stupid. His lowest completion percentage for a game is 64%, and that was against ASU. Uh, Stanford, he completed 90% of his passes. Last week, he completed 75%. Uh, he doesn't get sacked. He's been sacked seven times this season. Um, he's just as good of a college quarterback as you'll see. Um, and, you know, the Bears, maybe get him. Maybe the Cardinals. I mean, at this rate, maybe the Giants, you know, who knows? But yeah, I mean, he's, he's a freak, you know, that's, that's just really, if USC loses this game, it won't be because Caleb Williams. It's just, it's impossible for me to picture a scenario 
where he plays poorly. Jeez, Jason, why don't you just marry him? I would. If it meant him it being... It kind of sounds like you have a meant, thing going on with Caleb Williams. If it meant that Caleb Williams was a quarterback for Arizona for two years, I would consider marrying him. Mm, mm, mm-hmm. All right. Um, well, who is one player on USC you don't think gets the appreciation that he deserves? Yes, USC's offense. Sorry, I... The question, I forgot the word offense. Um, there's a player... <laughs> That if he was on any other team getting more carries, people would say, good Lord. His name is Marshawn Lloyd. If you told me he was the best running back in the conference, I'm not sure I would argue. Like, that's, I, I think that highly of Lloyd. I think he's super underappreciated. When he was at South Carolina last year, he averaged five yards a carry with nine touchdowns, caught 18 passes for 176 yards, had two more touchdowns, led the team with uh, 11 total TDs. This season already, Shelby, he has 433 yards and three touchdowns. He had 154 yards against ASU. He's averaging eight yards a carry. Uh, he is absolutely awesome. Again, if if USC's offense wasn't the way it is, and obviously it's awesome. I mean, I'm not going to criticize USC's offense. But if Marshawn Lloyd was getting 20 carries a game, he, he might lead the, the nation in rushing because... Like, San Jose State, he only got nine carries. Nevada, he only got seven. Stanford, he only got nine because those games, they're scoring 60 points a game, literally. Uh, ASU, he got 14. And then Colorado, he got 13. And, I mean, he, he is he's that good. Like, his 433 yards rushing, his eight yards a carry, when you take a look overall um, at just the, the college football landscape with stats, like, if you – Took his number. I mean, the leading rusher in the nation has 672 yards. Notre Dame, my boy, Audrey Estima. He's averaging seven yards a carry. Um, there's no one close to averaging eight. Ray Davis at Kentucky, and that's just because he had a 200-point a game. But, you know, you take a look at Marshawn Lloyd. He's 27th in the country in rushing, uh, but he's averaging 8.3 yards a carry, it, it, which is just ridiculous. He's, he's probably the best back. Some people may say Jaden Ott, best back in the Pac-12. Uh, Damian Martinez is probably the other one in the in the conversation. I don't buy it. I, I would probably take Lloyd. Um, I love my guy Jonah Coleman, but even he's not. Um, Bucky Irving is is really good as well. He's probably up there. But um, yeah, I mean, you just you, you take a look, and, and it's a situation where because their offense is so good, because they have so many weapons, Caleb Williams and all that, uh, he doesn't get the attention that he deserves. Well, it sounds like you should marry him too. Yeah, whatever. Okay. No, I'm a, I'm a one Jonah man. Jonah Coleman's my number one dog. Okay. Well, that's a good one. I approve. Okay. I ride or die with JC. Um, that sounded religious. Well. I ride or die, I ride or die with JC. With JC. <laughs> oh, you're so sweet. I'm Jewish. But... Um, so is JC. So. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, well. Um, how are the former Arizona Wildcats doing on... For the Trojans, or yeah, yeah, former oh. Arizona Wildcats for the Trojans. Did I write that poorly? I just thought, it, how okay. are the former Arizona Wildcats doing for the Trojans? Doing for the Trojans, yeah. For some reason, it seems mm. weird. Sounds to me like you can't read. Anyway, oh my god, you're fired. Um, let's just go. Let's start with the defensive side of the ball, Shelby. Mm-hmm. Uh, because defense doesn't win championships, but you know, whatever. Uh, Keon Bars should have transferred to UMass. And the reason he should have transferred to UMass is because the only year that he's had that was really good 
uh, was for Don Brown when Don Brown somehow let him loose. Bars has only played 102 snaps this season. Um, that is not a lot whatsoever. Um, Lincoln Riley actually called him out a few weeks ago, I think, basically saying your your snaps are decided by how you practice. Uh, you take a look at Bars. He's, he's kind of average and everything, nothing he's really good at. His tackling grade on PFF, I know it's not the end-all, be-all, um, but it is it is bad. Um, Bear Alexander is, has been a, a better player uh, with 237 snaps. It, it just hasn't been a situation where um, he's just very good this year, to be blunt. And, and again, like Don Brown clearly got the best out of him. Bars wasn't very good on Arizona last year. Um, but yeah, so you take a look at the other guys, Christian Roland Wallace is kind of doing Christian Roland Wallace things. He played a ridiculous 90 some odd snaps last game on defense, which is just uh, insane because before that he hadn't played nearly as much. He was averaging like 30 snaps a game. Um, he's good. I, I like him a lot. Um, you know, I, he has the pick, uh, he's only had one pick like this season. He's not a big interception guy in his career, but um, plays hard. He's not going to shut down the opposing wide receiver, but he's he's good enough. Uh, and then you take a look at the offense and Dorian Singer. I think Dorian Singer has just been the case of... Introducing the two-way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the two-way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the two-way for yourself at newbalance.com. It's the NFL offseason, but on Pick 6, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network, the football season never stops. Host Will Brinson, John Breach, and Tyler Sullivan are joined by analysts like Brady Quinn, Leslie Ducible, Katie Mox, and R.J. White to keep you in the loop on everything happening around the league. Whether it's free agents signing with new teams, the all-important NFL draft, or schedule release day, Pick 6 has you covered. As the face of the league changes with every team move and player pickup this spring, Pick 6 is a must-listen. Download and follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the Odyssey app, and anywhere podcasts are found. A guy being on a team that's just completely loaded, right? Like, he, he grades out well. He's played 146 snaps as a wide receiver. The problem is when you when you take a look at USC overall, Shell, and you take a look at their offense, they're receiving Taj Washington, 18 catches. Brandon Rice, 17 catches. Mario Williams, 15. Zachariah Branch, 13. Dorian Singer, 12. Lake McCray, 11. Like, they just spread the ball out uh, quite a bit. Dorian does have three touchdowns, but he's only averaging 31, point, 31 yards a game. Uh, at Arizona, he was one of the most prolific wide receivers in the country. So, Arizona had him as more of a focal point. His numbers are clearly better at Arizona than they were at USC, but part of that is is kind of just the offense. I, I think the threat of Dorian Singer is still there, and obviously there's going to be a motivational factor for him going against Arizona. I'm sure he feels he was slighted in whatever made-up way that these guys come up with, but um, he's definitely a player to look out for. So I think Roland Wallace has been fine. Dorian Singer has been decent, and Bars is probably uh, struggling the most right now for the Trojans. All right. Um, defensively, 
What can you expect from USC? Yeah, USC has not been good defensively. Now, I, I'm on a record as saying that one of the biggest, this is probably harsh, but one of the biggest frauds in terms of coaching in the country is Alex Grinch. Alex Grinch has not been good for a long time. Um, his defense is very, very complex. Uh, he doesn't put guys, in my opinion, watching USC, and I watch quite a bit of USC. Uh, he doesn't put guys in the best position to succeed. Um, he has guys doing things that they absolutely should not be doing. And it's not a talent issue. I mean, <laughs> like you look at the stars and all that and, you know, the overall talent. I know it doesn't always translate, but he has enough talent to have a better defense uh, than they do now. It's just that for whatever reason, they, they don't cover well. The defensive line struggles. Um, you know, it, it's... It's a situation where, you know, they'll, they'll probably be aggressive against Arizona, uh, I, I would assume. But um, it, it's just a situation where it's it's weird, right? Like, it's because, again, like, USC, for instance, they were at 41-14 to 14 against Colorado. Um, and he blames individuals, right? He's like, look, I, you know, and he said against Colorado, I'd like to point to one thing, but it's not. It's a bunch of different things. And... Um, you know, and, and he said, we've been down the road before, but that's the problem. Like they're averaging 5.5 yards per time. It's eighth in the pack 12. Um, and they have yet Shelby. Here's the key. They've yet to face a top 50 offense. Like they haven't faced a good Colorado offense is actually not as good as, as people think they saw the Notre Dame, UCLA, Washington, Oregon, Arizona. It, it has the potential to be a good, de- uh, good offense. So it, it's a situation where it should absolutely be better, but um, I don't want to put all the blame on Grinch, but I'm just, I'm not a fan of the position that he puts the defense in. Wow. That was very clear. Those were very strong words. I guess you could say he's been a Grinch. <laughs> wow. We just came back from Costco and they have 17 aisles of Christmas stuff. Already. And Shelby's in heaven. I'm not thrilled. And I'm yelling, where's the dreidels? Where's the it dreidels? It also has been kind of picked over already. So I'm like, meh. Where's the dreidels? That's like next week. Oh. Actually, I think Hanukkah's late this year. It's after Christmas. It's kind of weird. Yeah, I'm a little disappointed they didn't have any uh, Valentine's Day stuff. I know. We need to start planning. They did have some turkeys. They Maybe they'll start turkeys. putting out fireworks soon. I hope so. It can never be too <laughs> early. Um. All right. Well, who are some players on that side of the ball, a.k.a. the defense, to keep an eye on? Shelby, I'm so glad you asked me this question. Me too. Sometimes when Shelby and I are laying in bed, she'll turn to me and she'll say, Honey, can you explain to me a 4-3 defense? I, I might have done that. And I say, You know what, Shelby? What's I yelling at the TV the other day? We were watching that, was it the football game? Uh, Monday night? Yeah. I was furious. You were yelling, I want Taylor, I want Taylor. I don't think I was saying that. No, you're actually not a big uh, a T-Sizzle fan. I'm not... I'm not a fan. I just don't get it. Look, I don't want to put Shelby in the crosshairs here, Swifties. You better not get Swifties after me. She literally said to me, quote, Taylor Swift is a piece of shit. That is not true. That's Shelby. S-H-E. Here, here, I'm going to reveal something about Jason here since he's going to try to start shit here. Jason, one of Jason's favorite songs is that Taylor Swift song. Haters gonna hate, hate, hate. You like that one, but we were first started dating. We were in the car, and you literally turned it up all the way because it was the one with the um, Mary Me. Oh, I love that song. 
We will never be alone. I he love Taylor Swift. loves that song and sings it at the top of his lungs like a girl. No, but right now I'm on Haters Gonna Hate. That's old too. Shake it off. Yeah, I'm old school, show. I don't like this new stuff. You don't like the new Taylor stuff? Okay. No, anyway, we digress. I like Taylor Swift fine. Anyway, what was the question? If Taylor Swift was a, was a defensive player for USC, who, who would she be? Yes. Uh, I like, so right now, Kalen Bullock, the safety, has actually been playing really well. Uh, grades out super good on PFF. I know that's not the NLB all, but um, I've liked him quite a bit this season. Uh, he's probably their best coverage safety by far. Uh, right now, their safeties have not been very good. Um, it's interesting because Bullock is, I think, highly of him. Uh, but then you go to my guy Bryson Shaw, and he's really struggled. And this is what I mean when I talk about Grinch. And I'm not saying there's other options, but um, like if you watch the Colorado game, Shaw's guarding guys and covering guys that he just he cannot cover. Like he's just, and it's not his fault. It's like um, what I say with with Gunnar Maldonado in Arizona. Arizona's putting Gunnar Maldonado in situations that Gunnar Maldonado can't be successful in. And the job of a defensive coordinator is to figure, you know, out what it's going to be. Uh, Solomon Bird is another one at defensive end. I would expect to hear his name quite a bit. Uh, Jalen Smith at safety has been average. Um, you know, you take a look and, and their D-line has has disappointed. I mean, that's just what it is. The, the rushing defense for USC's Zion Branch is good, but it's in limited snaps. Jalen Smith has been different, uh, decent. Uh, Damani Jackson has been decent against the run, but he's not been very good in coverage, and he's actually questionable for Saturday. Uh, I think Gentry's been a, a pretty big disappointment for a guy his size and the number of snaps he's played. Um, Bear Alexander is a guy that I mentioned. He's, his tackling hasn't been very well. Um, he's decent against the run. But, you know, you start to kind of go down the line a little bit, and you know, Christian Roland Wallace, for instance, when you watch him, he's good in coverage. He's not good in space and, and against the run. Uh, Jamil Muhammad has not been good against the run. Kalen Bullock, as good as he is in coverage, has not been good against the run. Mason Cobb and Tackett Curtis. I mean, Tackett Curtis has played 200 snaps. Um, you know, again, PFF, not the NLB all, but you look at him and he's by far USC's worst defender across the board uh, for a guy that plays 200 snaps or so. Rashawn Davis, that linebacker, uh, cannot cover at all right now and so um uh sorry he can he can cover fine uh cannot tackle his tackling has been has been awful he's got uh quite a few missed tackles leading the team tackle curtis make a uh mason cobb and rayshon davis your three linebackers that's natural um but sometimes you could get him in space and and really take advantage of them but i i like uh quite a bit Kalen bullock what he's done and um you know i i think they're again there's individual talents on this defense. It's just for whatever reason, Alex Grinch, uh, they can't become a cohesive unit that they need to be. And that's why when you look at USC, they're 5-0, and and they're getting a ton of criticism because they look like they're – and I'm not saying they will be, but they have the look of a 9-3 and team. Like what's going to happen when they face a team with a good defense where maybe they don't go out and score 55 points a game? They haven't been tried yet. Yes. Not really. Not really, no. Not really. Speaking of the Grinch, I really do need a character Grinch for my holiday festival, so. Ask Mike to do it. Maybe Mike would be really good Michael at look, it. Michael kind of looks like the Grinch a little bit. Yeah, yeah. that's true. When he like, scrunches his face up. Haters gonna hate, hate, <laughs> hate, hate, hate. Um, anyway, also happy birthday to Ben, because Jason, you know, it was Ben White's birthday today. 
I don't know anyone's birthday. That's true. You don't even know your... When is your dad's birthday? I have no idea. I scream at you about this every year. It's in July. When is your birthday? No, my dad's birthday is in September. Yeah. When is your birthday? August 2nd. Add a month to that. Yeah. September 2nd. Yeah, I know that. You, you barely knew it was September. I just said it was in September. Then my mom's in July. That's true. July 28th. Nope. 26th. Nope. Anyway, you were so pretty. July 24th. Yeah, it was close. Anyways. Um, hate your show. Uh, I was distracted you were distracted today. You did drive your dad to his appointment. You're a good boy. I'm all over the place. I'm basically a chauffeur. For You're basically people. a chauffeur for your parents. Uh, what's the path to victory for Arizona? More points. Moss points. Um, I, I, I think if Arizona can hold USC to 35. And <laughs> score a whole bunch. Uh, it has a shot. I really do. And I know 35 is a lot. But again, this is a Washington situation where USC is averaging 53 points a game. If you hold USC to 18 points below their average, you're putting yourself in a position to win. Um, if Caleb Williams is going to go out and complete 80% of his passes for six touchdowns, you're probably not, you know, if you can get four touchdowns out of Caleb Williams for like 300 yards, you're probably in pretty good shape. I know that sounds wild, but that's the way it is. Um, the other thing is, Arizona has to play a clean game. Um, the, to me, the strategy is very similar to Washington. Uh, Washington came in the game not very penalized. Arizona forced into a bunch of penalties. Uh, Arizona tried to control the clock as much as possible, limit Washington's possessions, did just that. Um, Washington had the most explosive offense or one of the most explosive offenses in the country going to that game. Arizona said, We'll give you some room to operate, but you're not going to throw over the top of us. I expect similar against USC. Um, I'm of the assumption as of this recording, this could change, but based on practice time this week and all that, that Noah Fafita is going to get the start. Oh, darn. Now, uh, I like what Brandon Carroll said, which is, look, against Washington, we tried to ease him in a little bit. We can't do that against USC. You're the starter. The game plan is starting right away. You cannot ease in against USC. You're going to be down 21 You're going to get murdered. So you got to go and you got to be aggressive against that defense. Noah has to complete downfield passes. He was 0 for 5 against Washington. If you want to say he should have been 1 for 4 or whatever it was because T-Mac ran out of bounds, whatever. You need to complete more downfield passes. You need to get USC in a close game that they're not used to being in. This is a team where we saw it against Colorado. They got rattled when Colorado made that comeback. I have no doubt in my mind watching that game that USC was on tilt. Um, Arizona, the longer this game goes where it's close, the, the more better. USC is going to start to doubt itself. So I think Arizona has to get up, start off early, somehow find a way to force turnovers against USC. That doesn't happen. But look, maybe a fumble or whatever. Caleb Williams is going to throw a pick. Arizona's had some fumbles. Arizona hasn't had a pick all year. It would be funny if the first one came in game six against Caleb Williams. Great. <laughs> um, but, you know, and, and there's other things. I mean, look, if Branch is playing for USC, you can't punt to him. Like, you can't give up a special team touchdown. Stuff like that um, where Arizona needs to be careful. But it has to be clean, and they have to be aggressive, or they're going to they're gonna get blown out. It's just USC's offense is too good. You only get one shot. Do not miss your chance to blow. This opportunity comes once in a lifetime. All right, Joe. Sorry, when you said one shot, I thought of that song. Okay. I could keep going if you want. Okay, Shelby. This is the singing podcast now. All right. Uh, what is your prediction? 
I actually think Arizona is going to give USC. I think was it twenty two points as of this. I think that's a lot. I understand the spread because USC's offense is just dumb, um, and they've been hearing all week about how they suck, even though they're five and zero. And I and I don't think that's lost on USC. And I'm I'm sure Grinch is using it, and uh, Lincoln Riley is using it, and all that stuff. But uh, I think Arizona plays relatively well. Uh, but again, they just I the offensive firepower of USC is just too much. And so I'm picking USC 42, Arizona 31, uh, which to be honest is not bad. Like I'm cool with that. It's one of those losses where I know more, no moral victories and all that bullshit, but I'm okay with an 11 point loss to USC on the road. Hmm. Are you picking Arizona Interesting. again? Are you going to go this route? I am going that route just because it's the last time Arizona's playing USC at USC. You're not going which you did want to go, but you're not going now. So it's just primed for an upset. The stage is being set. Because if they win, I'll be pissed I didn't go. Yeah. You know, that's how it goes. But we kind of have a lot going on back here, so you need to stay home. And um, I don't know if it will be that high. It'll be that high. But go ahead. And... (laughs) (laughs) You can tell I'm super prepared for this. Um, I think it will be closer than that. 35? 35? Oh, you can pick whatever you want. I don't give a shit. 35 to 27. 35 to 27 Arizona. in favor of Arizona. Shelby thinks that the USC Trojans yep. will picking. be held to <laughs> half their season total. Yeah, that's what, that's what I'm doing. That's what I'm picking. If Arizona holds USC, you have my, listen to this. I will take Shelby on a date then it's on Sunday night. I'll take the whole family on a date if Arizona holds USC to 27 points. Oh, wow. I can't believe it. It's not that you wouldn't do that anyway. We will make passionate, passionate How about you get me Bruno con- Mars tickets in Vegas if I'm right? You just went from a <laughs> steak dinner locally to a concert that is running literally... <laughs> $600 a ticket that is out of... Shelby just asked for a $5,000 bet, basically. Uh, first of all, it's not five. You are such an over-exaggerator. $600 a ticket. Yeah. That's 1200 Yeah. Two nights in a hotel. Yeah. That's 400 Yeah. Okay, so we're at what? Not $1,600. <laughs> then you're going to want an expensive dinner. You're very hoity-toity. No, I'm not. You are. That's 1800 I do not want an expensive dinner. I the just drugs and alcohol, <laughs> that's three grand. Getting you out of jail, wow, that's at least fifteen. When did right. I get arrested? I don't know. Okay. Anyway, I just asked for Bruno Mars tickets. Um. Anyway, Shelby wants Bruno Mars tickets, which is why you should subscribe to WildcatAuthority.com. <laughs> Running a special deal. One day, today's the last day. It's the fifth, I believe. Uh, no, uh, legitimately two months for a buck. There's no excuse. Yeah, there's no excuse. You Jason have no works excuse. his ass off for you. Shelby works. And for me. Right. I worked my <laughs> to ass. To go see Bruno Mars. I worked my ass off for Shelby. Aww. Literally and figuratively. He does for all of us. And you know what? For all you guys that don't want to sign up, haters going to hate, 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 hate. That's all I got. Okay, bear down. Right in honor of Arizona playing USC in football for the last time in maybe a long time, what is your favorite Arizona versus USC memory, Jason Shear? Glad you asked, Shelby. I'd been accepted into the University of Arizona. My brother-in-law went to USC. He took me to my first USC-Arizona football game. 
and Arizona came into nationally ranked USC and beat them 31 to 15. And the entire stands started chanting fire Hackett. And he was fired that year. Um, but USC, it was funny. It was funny. They were, they had won their first three games. They had just lost to Oregon state and Arizona went in and whooped that ass. Yeah, yeah. From the world of Sonic the Hedgehog, a new hero arrives. I am ready. Is there anyone stronger? No. Ha! Tougher? No. Funnier? I do not make jokes. I make warriors. Knuckles, now streaming only on Paramount+. Plus. Yes!